Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, what's going on? Yeah, I am Taz and welcome. To the Taz Show, yes, the podcast version. Haven't done a pod in uh, several days. So, uh, kicking off the week here of December. I think we're December... Well, let's say the beginning of the week is December 11th. Gonna drop a couple of pods for you guys. This one here, this particular episode, will cover Raw for the most part. So uh, we'll see what else the week has in store. Uh, As many of you guys know, and I appreciate it. Well, first, I should thank you. Thank you for listening or downloading, I should say, at uh, iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or on the Radio.com app or at TazShow.com or on the Radio.com website. Wherever you're downloading my show, I do appreciate it. So... Uh, we're in the holiday season here. It's a big time holiday for me, by the way, because the Patriots, uh, well, seems uh, seems like they couldn't get it done against the Dolphins. But enough of that. I don't want to gloat. Uh, also, I want to say, oh, this is the thing I want to bring up before I talk about Raw. I wanted to say that uh, thanks to everybody who, I was on CBS Sports Radio um, uh, probably three times, I think, this week here. I did, uh, well, last week, I should say. I worked uh, I worked a two-hour show with Robert Flores, Roflo, from ESPN. He used to work on ESPN. And um, now I believe he works for MLB Network, and he also works for NHL Network, I believe. Then I did a show on Saturday, early morning, four hours. My man, Moose. You guys know Mark Malusis. He's been on my show a couple times. I've been on his uh, his uh, one of his CBS Sports Radio shows. So we did a four hour show together, uh, which was a lot of fun. And then on uh, Sunday, uh, right after the NFL games, uh, myself and RL, as they call him, Robin Lumberg, uh, Robin and I did a show, uh, a two hour show on CBS Sports Network. So it was a lot of fun, and now a lot of you guys, uh, fans of my show or fans of my career in the wrestling industry, definitely uh, were supportive. Some of you guys called the sh- uh, the, those shows I did. So thank you. You know, it was a lot of fun, um, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm, I I don't have to just talk wrestling. Talk wrestling! <laughs> I, I actually know about some other stuff. So, um, But, you know, we're, we weren't shying away from wrestling, but, you know, it's mostly a sports show. So it was kind of a, well, heavy football Sunday, and we reacted to, uh, I think uh, that was a show on Saturday with Moose and I, Saturday morning, because um, the big news for Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, a new slugger for the Yankees, the rich get richer, as I said, 
So good luck facing that lineup. Yankee fans are smiling away. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Oh, yeah, for the Yankee fans. So anyway, so um, thanks for everybody who, ch- who checked uh, checked me out the past few episodes that I was on uh, CBS Sports Radio. I definitely appreciate that. So uh, so before I get rocking and rolling uh, into uh, talking about Raw, let me let you guys know about support for, you know, the Taz Show comes directly. Directly from my friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. And Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And the best part, as you guys know, with Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, it's simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th home, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's great. You cannot go wrong. No doubt about it. Rock a mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage, kids. Yep. So there you have it. Uh, rocking and rolling. So uh, raw. So uh, here's the deal. You know, I... I Watch the bulk of it. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, I I love the way they started it. I mean, usually, you know, and I'm I'm one of those guys that not that I want to see a wrestling match the top of every Raw, but I would like to see one once in a while. Well, we didn't get one in this episode, <laughs> a wrestling match to start Raw, but um, we got something different. This is what I liked about it, where we got a Samoa Joe promo. Um, I don't remember the last time I saw Joe kick off a Raw. I, I can't recall. He might have. I just don't remember when. And I loved it. And good God, did Joe ever cut a awesome, awesome promo. I saw some people on social media, on Twitter, uh, putting it over how, how great of a promo it was. And it really was. It was an awesome, awesome promo. So um, it was just... Uh, uh, it was just nice to see him get that platform by himself. They get, it looks like he was not rushed. They gave him time. You know, it was cool. It was great. It was awesome, uh, without a doubt. So I, I, I was happy for Joe as my friend uh, and as a guy who I respect as a performer. And I think, like I said, I think he did an awesome, awesome job. And it was good to see. He hit all his points succinctly like Joe could do and does do. Uh, he was just on point. Um, he was intense. He was focused. He hit everything in the promo he needed to hit. It was definitely uh, a great way to kick the show off, and it worked. It worked big time, and Joe really helped set the table for the rest of the evening to come. So, uh, And they segued nicely, I have to say. I, I enjoyed the segue into things from Joe's promo, which I'll get into in a second, um, which led to some really, really good matches on Raw. So if you hadn't seen Raw, I would watch it. Because you're going to get all, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get two things. You're going to get a lot uh, of really good matches, but you're going to get a lot of predictable finishes. That's what you're going to get. Because that's what happened. There was a lot of, uh, you know, like I say, pre- predictable finishes. Um, you, know, you know what, though? Look, it's free, it's on TV. You can't, you know, bitch and moan about that. You know, you're getting, you're getting people bust their ass. The WWE. They didn't give you, you know, screw job finishes for the most part, except for the main event. Um, I, well, it wasn't really a screw job. Well, you know, it wasn't a finish finish, but it, it was, 
you know, I, well, I guess you could say it was a screw job. Uh, you know, it was, um, uh, well, let me get to what Joe did here. So Joe basically set the table. Like I said, he calls out Roman Reigns. He wants Roman Reigns and, and, and all this and, and wants him, wants him, wants him. And, uh, Roman came out like, well, but before Roman came out, they showed, I believe it was, um, Seth backstage watching the monitor and Dean Ambrose and Seth said to Dean, go find Roman, which I thought was a little kind of funky. You know, like, uh, like, you know, what is, what is Dean? Like, you just send him around, to go, go get him, like, oh, and get me a cup of coffee on the way back. That felt weird, like that thing. That was a little strange. Uh, just me, but you know, I could be picky sometimes and 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 nitpick, I should say. And that was a little bit like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, like, just go, go, go get him. Like, you know, you know, I, I, that just seemed odd. I, I'm sure I'm the only one who felt that way, but it did, it did seem odd to me. <laughs> Sorry, it definitely did. Um, the uh when we saw roman when we saw roman uh watch the monitor with the other members of the shield uh roman was like you know what i'm, I'm done i'm done with this i'm cool i'm going to the ring and, and he went to the ring uh, a situation where i did not think this was the the first situation of the evening that i did not think they need they needed to play someone's entrance music but they have to not that they have to they're obsessed with it because I guess Vince and company feels this makes stars. Uh, I get it to a degree. Roman is not going to become a bigger star because you played his music. It's not going to even make the show feel better. If you didn't play Roman's music on the way out, it would have made it feel more realistic. But the music, again, I'm being picky on that because what made it feel realistic was when Roman got in the ring. Now, anybody, you could knock Roman all you want to do whatever you want to do. I'll tell you what, when he got in that ring and him and Joe started throwing hands, they were throwing hands, and and Roman was very very intense, um, and it, it just it it worked. I mean, it looked great, and Joe was obviously very very intense. They threw hands, and it was it was really uh, heavy, excellent, uh, heavy intensity. I should say, excellent fight. Um, and then we saw uh, Sheamus and Cesaro come out to help Joe. Now, um. It, Joe did something very cool here, and the, ounce, the announcers did a good job reinforcing it. Because earlier in the promo, excuse me, Joe said that uh, he doesn't need help at all. He don't. Need, he'll get the job done himself. I don't need any help from from you know uh, Cesaro. I don't need any help from Sheamus. I'm good. I don't need these guys' help. Yada 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 yada. And then here come the heels to help him. Well, that's what heels do. I've said that forever on the Taz show, as you guys know. Heels lie. That's what you should do. Heels lied. Lie, lie, lie. It adds to the heat. You lie. And that's it's a untrustworthy thing to do. It's what you should do. And it's been done in wrestling for decades upon decades. And it should continue to go for decades upon decades. Um, but anyway, so uh anyways, so Seamus and Cesaro come out to help Joe. And, uh, you know, Shield, um, they came in, yeah, bah, 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 big fight, everything goes crazy. Heels get the better of them. And then next, you know, Dean is the last one to get dropped, uh, who, which was smart because he was going to wrestle Joe later on. And it was kind of Joe's segment because he had the promo, you know what I mean? So it was good. I thought, I thought the segment was well-booked, uh, well-executed by the talent. I thought the announcers did a good job on it, too. I liked the whole segment. Uh, I, I really did. I liked the whole segment. Segment. It, it, it flowed perfectly. Uh, it set the tail good for me. And it was different because Joe started. You know, Joe wasn't Kurt Angle cutting a promo to start it. 
It wasn't Roman. It wasn't Seth Rollins. It was that some of the usual suspects. You know, it was someone different. And again, you know, if you guys want to tweet me, you can. And because and, you know, I, I don't follow it like verbatim. Meaning that if uh, maybe Joe did uh, on one of these recent Raws kick off the show with a promo segment, I don't remember it. They went to a. Then they went to then next next topic. They went to a two segment um, match. A tag team match, which it was some stuff was it was a good match. It was a little odd. It was Bailey and Mickey versus Paige and Mandy Rose, two members Paige and Mandy Rose of uh, of the uh, Absolution. So whenever I think of that name, I think of Vodka, Absolute Vodka. Anyway, so um, Bailey and Mickey versus Paige and Mandy. Now this was odd because I thought maybe you should have you know why not have Mandy and Sonya Deville versus Bailey and Mickey. You know, where Paige should be on commentary because Paige is the leader of the group or, or Paige could have been ringside or I, I just don't, I think you should keep it special when Paige is going to work, when she's going to wrestle. You know what I mean? Uh, sorry, some water. I think, you know, it just makes it, you know, she's the leader, you know, put her on commentary. What what do you got to see her wrestle for? I mean, make it special when she works. You know, let let's see these these two these two younger talents, you know, Sonya and Mandy. Let's see them do their thing. You know, let's give Sonya the the platform. We gave Mandy the platform here. Let's give Sonya the platform also. They didn't do that. So uh, the, something happened during the the match and commentary. I'm trying to remember who said it. It was um, a line of uh, Mandy Rose is it's is picking up. I, I'm paraphrasing he, he said i think it was baby booker i thought, thought it was Corey, but it's not i think it was booker t he said um i don't know if he was produced to say this but he did say um you know mandy rose is is picking it up you know she's she's getting this she's that's something like that meaning the business meaning the matches meaning you know i'm like i why you know what what do we you know why why are we saying that why are we having booker say that you know, when you say that, it, it really, really, really makes the talent feel like they don't belong there. <laughs> Why are we saying that? You know what I mean? Like, I I sat there and 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 then uh, they had Booker say it again, uh, and he he threw Sonya in there too, and she wasn't even wrestling. You know, I gotta tell you, I just thought that was a little a little rough for me. I. I don't think that's you know, how the, the office, the company, the writing should be treating the talent if they're stars. If And they all should be stars because they're on television. So most of the public thinks, well, you know what? You're on TV. You're a star. That's how this goes. Okay. Well, you know, when you're saying, well, she's getting it. She's understanding it. Look, I mean, I'm a sports guy, firm follower in it and all this. But And I understand rookies. I understand that. I, I understand that. Um. This is a show. It's entertainment. It's a work. I mean, it's it's a physical violence show, as we know, and it's something I respect immensely. But it, it, it what we sell to the public is the reality. Perception is reality. So if we're telling people this girl here, this pretty blonde girl wearing all gold, um, you know, conquistador esque. That's the gimmick, the the colors. The, for those that remember the conquistadors. You know, she's, well, you know what? She's um, she's starting to pick this thing up. You know, I, I don't even think you should say that about talents that are wrestling in NXT. 
I just don't, I don't think that's smart. I don't believe in that. I, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that helps star power. I don't think that helps the, 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 the talent to grow and the talent to become, you know, more over. It's just my opinion on it. Um, um, you know, and again, it's not a shot at book. I, I don't know if he was told to say that or, or what I, I, you know what, if, if I was Mandy Rose, I wouldn't like someone saying that about me, you know, and Mandy Rose, she's new and, and, and young and all. So she's not gonna, she's not gonna complain to no one. I mean, I don't know the girl. I mean, maybe she would. I mean, I don't suggest her doing that. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, you know, you, you don't, you don't want to complain when you're young or old, you just, you just, you know, you have a conversation with someone to pull someone aside of power and then maybe, but you don't complain. That's not good. Well, I digress. So, um, what they, but they did, what they did do, which was cool. And then it kind of was a little weird too, but it was cool for Mandy because she won the match. She beat Mickey. She beat Mickey James, which is a huge victory for this, for this girl, Mandy. Because Mickey is a very, you know, a, a well-decorated champion, you know, uh, Mickey James is, and a well-respected uh, female wrestler. So, I mean, a female star. And Mandy, that's a gigantic victory for her. So, if we're going to, if we know she's going to win the match, which we do know, why are we saying she's starting to pick this thing up? Why are we painting her like she's a green kid? Well, Taz, she is a green kid. I know. But perception is reality. <laughs> we shouldn't be telling the audience she's a green kid. <laughs> That's just how I look at it, man. I don't know. So uh, anyway, that that's just how I that felt for me. But you know what? It, all four girls did have a good match. This is the other part of the show. Um, no, not this part. There's another part I told you there shouldn't have been music. It wasn't this part. It was something later on with Sasha Banks. Not this though. Sasha was worth uh, Bailey and Mickey, but that that's this is not the segment that I was talking about. But this was a two segment match. It was a very good match. Um, and uh, like I said, all four ladies I thought wrestled hard, and 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 everything looked good to me. Uh, you know, and then we saw Matt Hardy and Bray go do the back and forth thing again. You know, with the woken, broken. Uh, well, he's, he's broken or woken? Yeah, he's woken. Uh, with the with Bray Wyatt back and forth. I guess because it got such a buzz last week, it worked. Um, listen, hey WWE, check this out. It, it it got such a big buzz last week for a couple of reasons. One, the audience, your fan base, which you deem and call the WWE universe, and you gave them an identity, okay, they, the universe, are happy that you uh, took Matt Hardy uh, and let him have some freedom and do this this broken Matt Hardy gimmick, which got over like Rover. So you let him do it. So the, 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 your universe was happy, and they are happy. That you're letting Matt do this. But I got to tell you, going to the well a second time back the week, the next week, it's a typical move by WWE, and I don't like it. I think they definitely should have went with Matt doing a broken gimmick, and I like that him and Bray are going to do business together. I, I think this is like, I talked about this last time I did a pod like a week ago. I'm down with it all. And kudos to WWE for finally letting Matt do his thing. I understand the lawsuit that happened with TNA. I got it. Everything's, you know, water under the bridge. TNA or Impact Wrestling is letting talents take their gimmicks. I know the whole thing, right? So the thing is this, though. I just feel like, um, uh, 
like I said last podcast, you know, uh, when I was talking about Matt Hardy, you, you got to gritty this thing up a little bit, guys. You, you got to get those nice, beautiful, high-diff cameras off him and those beautiful, uh, you know, bright lights and, 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 and lighting treatment you have on him and get his ass in, in some kind of a gritty barn or like in a, uh, in a street or somewhere. I don't put him anywhere except where you have him. Keep Bray what you're doing with Bray. That's fine. But but don't and don't and I, I just don't think they should have went back with the back and forth thing and that graphic they had come up with the glass breaking but it was like nonstop was that getting like a little bit like okay it it started to become corny because we kind of saw this whole routine last week and I just really when I saw it the second week in a row where Matt Hardy now is got typical WWE lighting on him like every other talent and it looks like something from you know, the, the, the mid to late 90s um, when Raw was at the Manhattan Center <laughs> and the way they would shoot them backstage on, ca- uh, backstage on camera, the talent, that's what it looked like. And, and it, that doesn't work for that character that Matt does. It needs to be grimy, gritty, and dirty. And what you guys are shooting them and the way you shoot them is not grimy, gritty, and dirty. It's not. It needs a, a lot <laughs> to, to, to to give you that feel of who he is and what Matt is and what this character is. Matt's performance is phenomenal. Bray Wyatt's performance is great. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, people are used to seeing Bray, but Matt, I mean, his, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, his performance is, is excellent, excellent. These promos have been great. It's awesome. There ain't no doubt about it. You got to dirty it up again. And why go back to the exact same bit you did last week? Why? Let's get creative. Jiminy Crickets. Really? You had to do it exactly the same way? Come on. The back and forth thing that you're doing backstage? Again, I call it like I see it. I got no agenda. Okay? I, I call it like I see it. And that, and I'm telling you <laughs> what I'm seeing, and I'm shooting with you guys, that this is not being done right. Oh, we're just happy that Matt's getting to be broken or woken. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's not enough. You don't go 80% with the gimmick. Go 100 with it. Go 100. Seriously. Like this character that Matt does is a draw. It's a real draw. And with the WWE resources, and meaning their production team and the amount of them, and the equipment that they possess, and the money that they have potentially to spend to get, the, you know, a, a character over. Good lord, they could go crazy with it. But you don't want it to look nice. You want it to look ugly. You want it to look dirty. Seriously, just get. I don't care. Put him anywhere outside in the dark, except in that lit studio. I, I hate it absolutely hate it it drives me crazy because it's such a simple little fix it really is so again so uh uh all right i'm gonna go to break in a second talk more raw on the other side of break uh first guys i want to let you know the risk of uh driving drunk there could be a crash people could get hurt or killed you could get arrested incur huge legal expenses and possibly even lose your job you knew the consequences of driving drunk, and you were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Too drunk to drive means too drunk for complicated apps. So check this out. Safer Ride 
is the simplest, simplest, I should say, possible way to get home safe and only has three self-explanatory buttons on its home screen. You can call a friend, locate, and call a cab company, or bring up a map of your location, of your current location, I should say. Help NHTSA end drunk driving by doing your part and use the NHTSA's Safer Ride app to get home safely. All right, we'll be right back with some more Tasha. All right, guys, you know what? We're back here with the Tash Show. Going to get back into Raw more. Check it out, man. We are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. You got to get your significant other or your kid, your mom, your dad, your grandpappy, your grandmama, your uncle Bob, or your Aunt Jane. You got to get somebody a watch. Well, I got a watch for you, man, and I got a deal for you. And you know where I'm going with this. Movement watches. They start at just 95 bucks. You guys have seen me wear these watches. You know how legit they are when I'm wearing them. Because I don't play games. I run the game. You're dang right. Okay, so these watches, movement watches, start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at four to $500 for these watches. Okay, see, movement, they're smart. They figured out by selling online, they're able to cut out the middleman and the retail markup providing us, the public, the best possible price. At such great prices, Movement Watches makes a great, a wonderful, a a wonderful, in the words of Matt Hardy, a wonderful gift. So the holidays are right here. Let's get on it. Classic design, quality construction, over 1 million watches sold in over 160 countries. That is a lot of countries, and that's a lot of watches. And I got 15% off for you guys, 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash T-A-Z. That's mvmt.com slash T-A-Z. This watch has a super, really clean design that makes an awesome fashion statement. Now's the time to step up your watch game. Go to MVMT.com slash Taz. That's movement.com slash Taz. Well, they spell it MVMT. Join the movement. And there you have it. All right. So, uh, rock and roll here. Kicking butt. Taking names. Taz Show. Podcasting it up. Very busy. A lot going on. Very, very, very busy. There's a lot of stuff happening here. It's always something going on. So uh, we saw the uh, a match with Finn Balor, um, you know, uh, against Curtis Axel. It was a good match. You know, you guys know I love Finn. You know, Curtis and Bo, they're doing their thing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, it was a good match. Balor won the match. You know, all good. I respect these guys. That's not my issue. I'm, you can hear I'm a little bit like, Ugh. The reason why I'm in it is I'm like, I, I don't I just don't feel Finn in an angle with Bo and Axel. He, you know, he beat Bo last week and Bo's mad and then he's wrestling Axel this week. Can we not find something to do with this guy? This is Finn freaking Balor. Hello. <laughs> guy can talk, he can work, but people love him. I mean, what are we doing? I don't get it. Seriously, like I I I don't understand. How could you not 
find something awesome to do with Finn Balor. I just don't understand. I, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I, I shake my head. Um, if you're gonna, you know, it, it, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I was gonna say, don't put him on TV if you don't have nothing for him right now. But you, you got to find something for him. <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not giving out any more free uh, examples of ideas. I'm kind of done with the consultant shit, to be frank with you. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, because I do have a couple ideas. I'm just not going to start spitting them out like I, I used to do. I'm slowing down with that. Um, only because, uh, you know, I don't know who listens to my show uh, from these other comp from that company. And, they, you know, you get kayfabe, you don't know, and next you know, and you, you know, I see stuff happening, and we know, the hack alert and all that stuff, it's a joke, but is it? <laughs> you know, is it? I mean, so, you know, that's why I'm not, you know, I try to do the best for you guys as the listeners, do the best show, but I can't always just come out and, and give pitches like that, and then uh, next thing you know, I see it, and they don't even acknowledge my existence, so, you know, um, nothing. So, and I don't need them to acknowledge my existence, but I also don't need to help them make their shit better. So that I could tell you. Uh, anyway, so uh, Rollins and Sheamus, uh, these guys had a match, and uh, brother, it was good. Okay, really good outing by both these men. Um, really good outing by both these men. Um, both excellent pros, as we know. Both these guys, um, they they tore it up. I'll tell you what, man, Rollins. Um, Nobody puts him over how good of a worker he is, and he is. Uh, he looks great, talks good, great physique. He was awesome back in the day as Tyler Black. Gets it all done. But, you know, I, I think it's, he's underrated for, for one important thing. I mean, uh, is this guy like a modern-day Ricky Steamboat in regards to how good he sells? I mean, this guy sold his knee just so good. And if I, I'll give you an example of, again, I, I missed a topic that I probably shouldn't talk about much, but yes, I was not a really good uh, seller in the ring, um, but I could tell you how to sell. I just wasn't able to do it. And I've talked about that in the past. I could tell you how to do a drop kick. I could tell you the mechanics of how to do a drop kick. I could tell you the mechanics of how to do a leapfrog. And those are two moves that I sucked at. That's why I never did them. So, <laughs> but I could teach you how to do a drop kick. I don't know if you're athletic enough to do it, but I could teach it the proper technique, along with a leapfrog. Same thing with selling. I could tell you what, how to sell, how not to sell, but I'm not saying I could teach you how to sell. So there you have it. Some things I could teach you, and I no, I could teach you how to sell. I can't sell myself. That's what I meant to say. Okay, um, but this guy here is a modern-day Ricky Steamboat, or is he? I don't know. Meaning Rollins, the way he sells. Now, look, at here's the example I wanted to give you, like a side-by-side -side comparison. If you look at Jason Jordan, who, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, he was selling his knee. Remember, was his knee? I think it was his knee. Watch him sell it, and then watch Rollins in this match here with Sheamus, how he sold it. Just a completely different level, just a completely different animal. Man, it was awesome. Awesome job of selling. Really, really, really underratedly awesome the way this man sells. That superplex spot was money. And WWE did the right thing, replaying it a whole bunch. The announcers did a good job covering it. 
uh, the roll-through deal. And then we saw another spot, boom, right there. While he was selling, while he went for the other spot, there's a superplex roll-through. It was awesome. Awesome. And and give Sheamus, he's a big son bitch. Give him credit for feeding his body in there the right way, which is hard to do. You know, he don't get the credit on a lot of that stuff, Sheamus, but he was a big part of that spot working like it did. I really love the way that, that this match went down, um, you know, and, and I thought it was great. Uh, Rollins won the match. You kind of knew he was going to win it, just like you knew Baylor was going to beat Axel. This is what I'm saying about predictable stuff. Mandy wasn't predictable in her victory, um, you know, but um, but uh, the match later on, I think it was Roman Reigns. That was predictable finish, too. Another good match, but it was predictable finish. I'll get into that in a second. What we get here? We got the uh, another two segment deal. We had, uh, I think, yeah, this was definitely two segments: Cedric Davari, Tony Nice, uh, and Mustafa Ali. This is great stuff right here. Um, I got to tell you what these four men did that was very impressive. Uh, five men, because the ref included the ref worked hard too. These guys, okay, like we see a lot with the two hundred five guys, you know, on Raw, no matter where they are. Now this was in Cleveland. Uh, you know, and the Cleveland, I almost said the Gund Arena, but it's the Quicken Loans Arena where the Cavs play. Um, when I wrestled there and worked there, it used to be the Gund Arena. G-U-N-D, Gund. Anyway, um, that's a very good wrestling building, and Cleveland's a very good wrestling town for a long time. Always a good wrestling town. I wrestled in Cleveland in that building, okay, on Super Bowl Sunday. And I believe it was snowing like a biatch. Uh, for WWE, there was a bunch of us on the show, and it was sold out on a Sunday matinee house show, kids. Okay? Uh, it was a matinee so everybody could watch the Super Bowl and um, later on, you know, and it was just packed. I promise you. Now, okay, we had some pretty big names on the card. I think Rock was on top, but there was a lot of big names on it. But, that, you know, it was a house show. It was just a regular live event, and, and um, I, I digress. So the thing is, though, Cleveland's a hot town. So they weren't even into the 205 guys. But what these four men did along with the ref, these five guys, they got the audience as the match went on. That's what I'm here to tell you, okay? The, they didn't have them at first, and then they got them. They sucked them in. They did a lot of spots in this match, okay? They did a lot of spots, dangerous stuff, exciting stuff, high energy, high exuberance for sure, okay? It was a long match. And the guys worked super hard. It was long matches. Cedric won the match. Okay, uh, but it was it was really nice to see them get the audience. You know, because uh, that sucks. That's a real poopy feeling when you know the audience isn't with you. And these guys busted their ass to get the audience with them, and they did it. And I thought that was great. It's hard to do. It's hard to do once you don't get them in the beginning to then to then gain them and get them. That, that's 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 tough tough threading tough treading as they say treading yeah so uh kudos to those guys and we saw some stuff backstage you know what enzo and nia jacks they got this whole thing going a little uh love story jones over here so uh, you know we'll see what happens it's kind of like uh you know uh nia's smitten with uh with homeboy and uh you know what's his face there how you doing he's smitten with uh nia enzo so uh, it seems like they're going to be, uh, you know, you always get this in WWE. It's like, that's like the, the shtick. It's like, they, they, it, I don't know if they just, the office gets a kick out of stuff. And, oh, well, just it'll be funny to see them kiss. So there'll be a makeout gimmick coming down the road. You're going to you're gonna wait for it. Well, it's going to happen. 
Yeah, that's that's what the. It's just it's it's the, you people have no idea, like some of those angles, like how immature they can. How not the talent, <laughs> and I don't want to name names. I'm just telling you the people who, sometimes who come up and approve this stuff, this type of thing. I'm telling you, it's a little. It can get. I hope they do this right, and I hope they don't get goofy with this. That's what I'm worried about. You know, I could see it now where Enzo's taking her out to some fancy dinner and the camera's there in the dinner and they and they have dinner at this fancy place on Raw and then, you know, the, you know, and then they got to hurry up and get done with the, the, the pre-tape of that so they could tape table for three. <laughs> Pop myself on that. Um, yeah, so uh, those who get it, get it. Those who don't get it, don't get it. But we'll see. It's intriguing. You know, Naya and Enzo, so we'll see what happens. Um I think a lot of this uh, was, uh, I think some of it's a rib on somebody. That's all I'm saying. I don't know who. I might have ideas. I'll I'll bite my tongue right now, but I'm just giving my thoughts. Um, Naya is over. Naya is a legit talent. So don't just, don't mess her up. You know what I'm saying? Don't mess her up. She's the real deal. She's getting better and better. Better and better, and they've been pushing her for a good amount. Don't you know what I mean? Don't do some of this silly ass, immature, dumb shit. Keep it real, you know. Keep it one hundred, as the kids say. So then we saw the Intercontinental IC, as they call it, title match with Roman Reigns and Cesaro. Another really good match here. Roman won the match. Really good match. Um, two guys that work well together. So um, it fits. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, you know, again, another good match. A lot of good wrestling on the show. A lot of good wrestling on the show. This Raw had a lot of good wrestling. Like I said, predictable finishes. That's probably negative on us. Otherwise, I just really enjoyed the match. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and then we saw, this was interesting, this deal here um, with Asuka. Asuka was supposed to wrestle Foxy, and it didn't happen because Abs- Absolution came out and uh, Paige, Mandy, and Sonya Deville. And Paige cut the promo, basically saying, look, you're either with us or you're not, and you know what, you're in the way or something like that. And then they went in there to beat up Asuka, and then they it was the numbers game caught up to Asuka. They made Asuka look good a little bit in the beginning, and then they, the girls all started beating her up. And then this, this is where I was talking earlier about music. And then all the girls from the locker room came out, led like Sasha Banks was the first one, which I thought was really cool, and I liked that whole thing they did. That was a good idea. I didn't expect that to happen, but I like it. I think it's cool. And here's my nitpicking moment, okay? Don't play Sasha's music in, in the beginning. Just just let them come out full speed running, and the place will pop. You, you don't have to play the music. You didn't have to do it. You played it for about five seconds and shut it. Stop. Just stop the music. You know, it should feel realistic. It's, it feels real when they just come in. She's, you know, really... You don't need that. You just don't need it. And also, what should have happened and didn't happen, when the female wrestlers came flying down the uh, rampway, excuse me, and they all got in the ring, those three heels should have gotten out of Dodge. They should have been, they should not have been able to get to the heels. The heels should have ran through the crowd and ran like a free chicken shits. That's what they should have did. Keep the heat on those three girls. Those three girls are the money. 
Don't don't stop bumping Mandy Rose. Don't don't. <clears throat> you take the heat off them. You don't have to do that. Let them go. Let them go. I'm talking about the booking, not not the girls. It's not there. They're just doing what they're told. I just think those girls should have pouted. Um, <clears throat> and when I say chicken shit, that's an expression. Like chicken shit heels, as we call it. It's just you just run. You know. Uh, you know. Just just run out of that. Get out. Get out. It's heat. But when you start bumping and beating up the girl, you know, now it's like, <laughs> you know, it's you still don't like her, but it's like you're taking heat off of her. It's just, it's it's an old school thing that's a legit thing. They just shouldn't have did that. I, I really don't think they should have did that. Um, and they also shouldn't have Jason Jordan uh, anywhere near anyone at any time. And they got to refigure this guy out because he just... And you can see he's turning like heel, but he's still just like, just, just even as a heel, he's just not. <sighs> this whole thing is just, I don't know, man. Uh, Joe wrestled Dean, okay? And then Jason Jordan kind of kept interfering here and there, and they ended up costing Dean the match. Okay. So I'm pretty sure they're probably going to go to a three way next week on Raw, where it's. Joe, Dean, and Jason Jordan, maybe, wait, maybe they advertised something else for last week. Maybe I spoke too soon. I'm not looking at their lineup for last week or what they said today, so pardon me if I'm wrong on that, but I feel like they could go somewhere with a with a three-way at some point with that three-way dance or something, you know what I mean? Um, I, I just, I, I mean, I just don't, you know, I just don't think, I think they got to just, I, I don't know with Jason Jordan. I think they're 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 going to they're taking too long to turn him. I mean, and he's kind of turning now. I mean, I hope for the kid. He, he, he they turn turn and and he's just heel city Jones and he's hated. I hope so. I hope he makes a billion dollars. God bless him. But he just don't. There's just something really missing from from who he, his persona, the way he comes off on television, he, the way he talks, his face. Um. You know, I think they waited too long to really, they had so many opportunities that we discussed on the Taz show at length at nauseum to turn him full bore, full Monty heel, and they didn't do it. And they didn't do it. Then they didn't do it. Then they didn't do it again. They didn't do it again. I'm like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying that he's not going to turn heel because he is, and I'm not saying it won't be real good when he does, but it would have been better if they would have did it about three, four weeks ago. Every week they wait. It gets worse and worse. I'm just telling you that right now. So um, I only caught the tail end of the main event. Um, it got real physical with Kane and uh, Braun Strowman. So, uh, you know, they're going heavy with that. They didn't give you a finish now. It was a disqualification, I believe. And, um, you know, they did a lot of weaponry and stuff like that. And then they, I thought the, the Undertaker sit-up thing by Braun was like, eh, you know, like. And the way they had um, Kane sell it, you know, and the announcers sold it. Like, ah, come on. Like, it's, a, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I just think, you know, even young kids, I don't know if maybe little kids buy it, but it's it's getting like a little corny, you know, like just that stuff like that, you know. I mean, I, look, the, the, the audience is a much more sophisticated, you people as an audience for WWE are more sophisticated than you guys were you know, 20 years ago or, or 10 years ago, you know, just look at the evolution of like, we're talking about the, the, the females that are wrestling for the company 
and how great they are. And, and the thing that they talked about with Sasha Banks and that great piece they did on her and that, that they made invented and stuff, uh, you know, I think that's great. And, and that's great for women wrestling. And but I'm saying, look at the evolution of when just it, it seems like, I don't know, almost yesterday or whatever, 10, 15 years ago, whatever the hell it was, that they were doing bra and panty matches. You know, and, and, and it's like, thank God that's gone. You know what I mean? Thank God that's gone. You know, because it's great evolution for the game and for the female uh, performers. And trust me, most of the guys, they, they think it's great for the females. And they're happy. It's just, it's just just because it's good for the business. You know, that 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 everyone's treated like athletes because they are. And performers and athletes. But when you do the sit-up thing, I mean, I don't know. man. I'm Again, it's probably a nitpicking thing. Maybe I'm in a nitpicking mood. Whatever. I mean, it, the, the, the two big sum bitches worked hard. So that that's what I'm saying. Maybe I should stop. I'm stopping already because I'm complaining too much. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm nitpicking. You know, I don't know. But but anyway, so there you have it. So that that's a wrap. And and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And you know what? I'll um I'll uh, drop. We'll drop a probably definitely one more this week. Maybe two. And, uh, and I'll keep you guys posted soon Anything going on with me and my career And the future of The Taz show How it used to be for 2018 I might have some clarity By the end of the week um, On a lot of things So stay tuned Thank you guys for downloading Spread the word Alright guys I'm Taz you're not Adios to be honest, I don't even have a top 10 Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where